Greetings, you are tuned into the Green Inside Story with Old Westbury and Old Westbury Web Radio. I'm your host, Dwayne, and with us we have special guests from a very special spot in um, Brooklyn um, called Vegan's Choice. We have um, Tunda and Kay. Say hello to the people. How you doing? Okay, uh. So, um, for those who don't know, um, what is Vegan's Choice? Vegan Choice, uh, formerly known as Dimitep Vegan Restaurant, because we started out a couple of years ago. You know, we were one of the first vegan spots in Brooklyn back in the time. And then we switched up to Vegan Choice now. But we didn't have a community from such time. Everybody knows we have Dimitep Vegan Restaurant. So, you know, either, either, either which way. Okay, so um, yes, I, I did a little bit of research. I saw that um, you've been in business for like over thirty years. Yeah, man. Yeah. So it was just basically just kind of um, incorporating this, like a um, more health conscious alternative. Well, you see, that started out because I man decided to change my diet around them time to a more serious, you know, vegan way of life. You dig? I was right. vegetarian in the early part, and then I tried to step it up as my knowledge increased, you know? Right. So, we're back in, we, we're doing this thing, as I say, back in the 70s, you know? Right. And we, we me and my wife, and we decided to, as I say, step it up into the vegan life, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what we did, and since we, we want to bring all the youth and them together in that life, we decided to, you know... Come, come, come to that, that channel, you know. Right. Yeah. So, um, you just um, you said that you were vegetarian. You just decided to, um, I guess, take it to the next level as far as going vegan. Yeah, as I, as it, it, it started out with Rastafari anyway, you mm-hmm. know, being being Rasta in the beginning, but I didn't think we get enough information in in the whole not eating. In that kind of way, because you know, rats just never stop eating meat at dead. We call it dead. You understand? So it was too, 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 too not explainable in that time. So I decided to step it up a bit, a little bit more. And my teacher, I had a history teacher, and him, him give me some more information because he already was a a, a, a vegetarian, <coughs> and he um. He gave me the information, so you know I just stick to that and, and run with it, you know. And that's how I end up being vegan, vegan to this day. Yeah. Well, the um, original place we had name was Queen Zinga. You understand? That's the original place we had in Brooklyn called Queen Zinga back in the 80s. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was started out with Queen Zinga. And people who know Queen in Zingala, that was a, a queen from Angola, you know, who fights against the Portuguese. Okay. Because, you know, mostly, uh, all my youth in them is African name, and we get them revolutionary names, you know? Right. Yeah. So, if someone was um, to walk into uh, to Vegan's Choice, um, what was now called Vegan's Choice, um, what should they expect? Like, um, kind of break it down. Yeah, well, they don't know so when they come in, they're getting the best vegan food ever. 
plus and they 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 again there's a whole new 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 age. We call new age, you know. We doing it from long time, you know. The taste, the quality, cause even long to the water we use, you know, a filter water we use. In our in our in our in restaurant and thing, we need to use them 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 pipe water. No, we not in a them thing. Me, we do them thing naturally from from everything. You dig? When you come in my house at my restaurant, make sure you filter it so you can see and everything organic. You understand me? Mm-hmm. So when you when you eat, you know you eating to live. But if you check the vegans and the rest, the rest of the world, the population. You know, see them do stand up against the vegans. Uh, vegan people don't spread all them ailments, something that, that the regular population suffer with. You see me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's when they, they come and eat from us, you know, when they leave, you know? Life. Right, right, definitely. I think that um, especially in America, we have um, this whole um, consuming culture. We live to eat instead of um, eating to live. So that's that's great that you're that you've been um, doing this for quite some time and just trying to get people to um, embrace a healthier lifestyle. That's that's amazing. A lot of people, especially the fact that you've been doing this for so long, um, because it's, vegan is kind of like the new thing now. I see people say vegan is the new black. That's kind of, you know, it's the, it's the hip thing to do, to, you know, to eat mm. organic and be healthy and stuff like that. But you've been doing that, and it's good that you're able to still do that and maintain, you know, your brand and everything like that. Um, and I've, and I've had your food before. Um, really good, really good. Um, it was at a uh, a booth at this um this concert. Well, I guess it was a. I'm not sure it was a concert or a party, but um. Okay. Yes, um, really good food, really good food. If you all 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 the vegan food cooking is within the, the herbs and spices that you use to now. You have to use certain kind of herbs and spices to get the food taste the right way because people check say that vegan food that tastes right. But we vegan food tastes better than the regular dead food. You see me? Mm-hmm. You see the thing that, that we, 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 we use in our, in, our, in our substitute, like some of the soy rib and, and some soy chicken and things. When you taste them things, they taste like, like it is the regular thing. But uh, just different soy and green that we use. And again, you know, it's it, 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 uh, all out in the, um, the preparation, you know? It's all within the preparation. And they love in within the preparation still, you know? Oh yes, definitely. You can yeah. definitely tell when somebody has made something with love as opposed to something that's mass produced and Yeah. And just to um interject, um, you know, what I learned from my father, because I'm thirty one now and he's raised his children from born to be vegan. Um, anything my father does not eat or you know, doesn't have enough information on to put in his body, he will not serve to any customer, to any friend, any family. So, you know, you know you're eating right when you come to Vegan's Choice, you know? The new name, that was something I developed, but, you know, originality is, is, is something that we like as well. We started off as Queen of Zingas. Uh, we ended up with Imhotep's along the run, and these are names that are his children. Imhotep's was my brother, Queen of Zingas is my older sister, and, you know, now this, this this one is something that I formulated, you know, for myself, for the business. But, again, you're dealing with real people, real food, you know, great taste. You can trust us in the things that we're using, 
you know, some places you go, they deep frying things in the same oil, they deep frying it in other animal um, products they're cooking in the same restaurant. Mm-hmm. We don't do any of that, you know. Down to the oils we use, you know, it's organic oils, we use safflower oils, things like that. The flour we use, spelt flour, you know, a lot of people don't know about these types of things in the world. They just think, let me go whole wheat, and that's, that's like the best that they can do. But there's, there's so much more to it, you know, and we use these things because we're going to be eating it, and that's how we're keeping ourselves alive. We're going to use it for our customers. Right, right. I, I know there's a lot of restaurants, I'm not going to sh- throw any shots out there, but there's a lot of restaurants where the people that make the food don't eat that same kind of food. So exactly. that's good that, you, um, that you're doing that. Um, just on a brief tangent, um, so you were raised, um, I guess, vegan or vegetarian? Yes. Uh, do you want to kind of go into that briefly, just kind of like how that is? Um, I'm going to be honest. It was um, a bit hard as a child, you know, because I don't know any better, really. To go into the world and knowing why regular chips and wise chips and all these other brands should not have been eaten and what what it entails in the ingredients and why I shouldn't be, you know, consuming it. And, of course, I wanted to try the cheese doodle and the this and the that. But, you know, as you get older, you realize everything that was put into place for, for you as a child was for a reason. And I see everything now because my friends growing up in school, as we had the restaurants, they would come and visit me at, at the restaurant and be eating what I'm eating, and they'll be loving it. And that will bring me into a different space of not being embarrassed by what I was being brought up into, you know, because they're eating it and they're not having any issues with it. It's something different for them, you know, and it, it just made me more comfortable of what I was brought up into. And then, of course, as I got older, I have to learn for the things for myself because I have to start cooking for myself. You know, I learned about these things on my own, and it's become more natural for me. But as a child, yes, definitely was um, something, an experience I had to go through that wasn't easy, you know, being vegan as a child. Oh, yes, most most definitely. Um, I see a lot of different um, forums and stuff like that talking about, um, I guess, the pressures of trying to raise a child vegan and, you know, can, you know, um, sleepovers and, taking them other people's houses and, and, you know, different things like that. Um, oh, yeah. We, we, we didn't go anywhere. <laughs> we but, didn't go anywhere. But even when, when, when they sleep over, my wife makes sure pack your pack and make sure they get all the products. So when you go over, they'll have things to eat. Uh, we never left it up to people for them to feed them and like that. You know what I'm saying? I know that's right. Yeah. You always make sure they get the things when, they, when they're leaving. Yeah. And one thing about that, if we did go somewhere, family member or, you know, something like that, they knew the diet that we were on. So, you know, out of respect of that, they even made sure that they we came over with the things so that they can prepare it for us. You know, so it was never we were never too much left out if we slept over someone's house because they were always prepared for us to come over or we always went prepared. You know, that was the good thing about it. Yes, yes, um, definitely. Cause I can see a lot of people feeling alienated and things like that. I mean, even just, especially like um, when you haven't done it your whole life, it can be a bit of a challenge. You feel you don't come around certain friends because, you know, they do certain things differently than you do. And it can kind of, because, I mean, food is a very, it's a bridge. It, it bridges, it brings everybody together, a lot of people together, you know, over a common thing. So Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's good. That's um definitely inspiration. Um, I'm sure we have some listeners and even myself, you know, that want to raise 
children vegan and not exactly sure how that would work and you know any pitfalls so this this was um as good I as mean, you yes my my advice to that is do research just like you would research if something's wrong with you and you want to see what's wrong with you before you go to a doctor mm-hmm. do some research with your food you know there i mean my parents have made it so easy for me to like this life the food doesn't taste you know bland or anything like that it's so much flavor in this food i've had so many people that just go i could be vegan if i continue eating from you guys you know i've had that from so many people that even to me not knowing what certain things actually taste like i I mean i'm not curious because my mother's honestly my mother's from trinidad she's from the caribbean she knows what to curry she knows what to you know, jerk, she knows what to stew if she needs to, and it's all vegan. You know, it's all within how you cook something. The way you cook vegan food is be the same way you prepare a, a meat or something like that. It's all within the spices. So if you want something to taste like the chicken you just had a week ago but you're not eating it anymore, just season it the same way. You know, cook it the same way. Put it in a batter, bread it, something like that. You know, but you wouldn't be missing out much if you just know how to cook the things that you want to eat. You know, so that's what I say for for the children. Everything must have flavors. There's a lot of candies and chips and stuff like that that don't include dairy products or, you know, um, cheese, regular cheese and stuff like that that we grew up on and we enjoyed eating. You know, we wouldn't look to go to the corner store or anything like that for those types of um, snacks. We had our own snacks. But you just have to do your research, know where to shop, and try the stuff out yourself. If you don't like it, you're not going to like everything, but try something else. Something's got to taste good. You know, right. So you just got to do your research. It's, it's it's really not that hard. Yeah, especially in 2017, it's really not that hard at all. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm glad you brought in you know the fact of you know seasoning everything like that because as someone I've been off meat for about two years. Actually, it's been over two years now. And um, yeah, I mean, just having regular anything with no seasoning on it is no matter what it is 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 a no go unless we're talking about fruit. So, I mean, the same way that people are like, oh, I could never try this and never do this. A lot of times you can't even, I'm not going to say you can't, but sometimes it's better to just not even say it's vegan. Just, you know, give it to them and then, you know, let them be the judge. That's true. That is true. So, um, I'm about to take a, uh, we're about to take a quick break, um, but stay tuned for more from the Green Side Story. Hello, everyone. Um, you are back with the Greener Side Story. Um, I'm here with the um, the founder and um, of Vegan Choice, uh, formerly um, several different names. And um, you must say yes, vegan restaurant plus Queen of Zinga. Yes, Queen of Zinga. Yes. So um, during the break, we were just kind of talking about um, just being prepared and how. Um, them in particular, they don't like to go to. It's not just about having a vegan option at a restaurant. They don't. They don't even want to be in a restaurant that has anything that's like with any kind of animal in it at all. So you want to go into that for us? Yeah, as I said, we how I was always and how I raised my youth and them is that we don't eat anyway that 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 we pay animal products or anything like that. You know what I mean? Uh, cause even though cooking the same pattern together, we don't do them thing there. It has to be strictly vegan, 
get in for before we can eat in any any place. Because, as I say, that's how we live the life. We strict like that. You know what I mean? Because when I pick up nothing from, from them thing there. So we keep it black like that right too, you know? Right, right. And, um, yes, I know you say uh, you don't like to cook with aluminum or anything like that because exactly. of metals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even those, 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 those kind of utensils, business and things, as I say, we stay with the, um, the stainless steel or the glass because everything is safety. Yeah, um, the other material on them, as I say, aluminum and enamel and all them things, them things could spark off and just come because the heat, the heat of the, uh, and the pot and them things, you know, them things reach them temperature, them things leave them things inside the pool and things like that. And over a period of time, them things could cause problems later down the road. So that's one of the reasons why we um, use them things. So, you know, water, the water they use in, all the toxins in the water, you know, mercury, nitrate, all them something, they, you know, radiate, um, all them things that come from Chernobyl, all them things that come from the sea, from the river, and things like that coming down the um, Fukushima, um, just had an explosion the other day. You think all them things that come inside, in, in, in the sea, all the, the, the lobster, and the, 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 the fish and all them things, I eat them things, and people just eat them things. So you're, you're, you're bound to get things. You know, we're not, we're not in them thing there. So we, we stay away from all them something there. You know, just have to watch out for what you're cooking in. Stainless steel and glass is the best to use when you're cooking. Um, because, like he was saying over a period of time, the pot, you know, it'll it'll start peeling off and getting into your food. And next thing you know, you have something, you know, that you're, you're, you're consumed and you're not even sure what or when you get it. You know, those things could cause a lot of problems within your body and your digest. So cooking with uh, stainless steel and glass is your best choice for any reason. It's your best choice. And we use distilled water when we're cooking, not even spring water or anything like that. Distilled water is what we use when we cook, you know, because it's the best water. Right. Yes, um, I was, um, I forgot what I was, I was looking up on the whole ITAL thing and, um, which is, um, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, the, the Rastafarian diet. Depending on who you ask, you know, certain people incorporate fish. Other people is just these strictly fruits, vegetables. They cook in um, in glass or stainless steel. Um, they don't believe in anything else, and they want everything completely natural. And um, yeah, I've, I've I've been learning about that also. You know, it's not just about oh, it's vegan or oh, it's you know, cruelty free. Um, you know, is it is it cruel towards people? You know, I think people kind of overlook that whole aspect. You know, they'll be like, "Oh, I'm I'm vegan, but I smoke cigarettes." I'm just like, right. <laughs> you know, you can't have you can't do both. I've even even down to like going into restaurants. I you know came across a restaurant that sold wings, and on the menu they had um, vegan chicken, and it's just. A contradiction in itself being on the menu you know it's there's absolutely no way you can cook chicken as your main you know restaurant dish and then have anything vegan coming from that because everything that you prepare in that kitchen deals with meat so where exactly are you cooking this vegan chicken 
it's going to get cross-contaminated in some type of animal that you're preparing back there. So, you know, it just, some people just really don't understand the importance of what veganism is. And they, you know, just trying to attract every customer, they throw something like that on their menu. Right. But, you know, if you're smart enough, you wouldn't even enter that store to, to, to buy that, you know, even if it's vegan. You know, right away, that person not too sure what they're talking about, and you're not going to go in there. You know, so some people don't have the knowledge, and they just see that it's the new best thing. So they throw a couple of vegetarian options or vegan options on their menu, and right next to that option is a, a oxtail or, you know, a stew this or a stew that, stew chicken, and it just doesn't make any sense. So you got to be truthful in, in what you're doing in order to sell what you're selling. Right. If, if I'm selling you a pair of heels, but I don't wear heels at all, why would you want to buy that pair of heels from me? Exactly. Um, I think that um, a lot of times they do that. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why they do that. But the two main reasons that stick out in my mind when you know I first think about that whole situation is they don't want to um, they know that. They may have, like, in a group of friends, they may have, like, maybe one vegan friend, you know, or someone that just recently went vegan, and they don't want to alienate them from, you know, the the general right. public. So it's kind of like they're pandering to them. Like, well, you know, this is vegan, but it's still cooked on the same grill and the same oils and everything like that. Right, exactly, which is no good. Which is no good. Right, I mean, it's, it's kind of, um, even in the same aspect of, I know um, people that practice Islam, like, if they, um you know, they don't eat pork, and if there's anything that's, if there's any pork, anything like it's like on the menu or like made in that same kitchen, they won't eat there like at all. Yeah, a lot of people. Um, even I had a friend actually, and I believe her boyfriend was Islamic, and she could not eat what she ate, and then like even give him as such as a kiss, she would have to literally brush her teeth, you know, scrub out all of that, and then you know embrace herself with it, but. You know, it was very, very strict. I learned something at that point. I didn't know it was, you know, that serious with, with, with them and that religion that it has to be done like that. But, um, yeah, you're right. They, You have to completely scrub out everything. They don't deal with that. Right. And um, um, even going to the, the whole kitchen thing also, uh, not e- even if it was to be um, cooked on separate grills, um, I read in this book um, called um, How Not to Die. Um, I believe it's by Dr. McGregor, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And um, he was saying that just like the fumes from, you know, the cooking can, you know, can cause, you know, um, illnesses and stuff like that. So just from, like, living next to, like, um, like a restaurant, like a Chinese restaurant or something like that that makes meat, like, you can be, over time, you can, you know, develop some illnesses. So if it's, like, in the same kitchen, it's, like, pretty much the same thing. Exactly. So um, with the... Um, with the vegan choice, like I guess, which is um, more so of a rebranding to kind of just um, appeal to more people worldwide, and I, I see that you definitely have a uh, Caribbean flair, mm-hmm. which um, I, I think uh, Caribbean is, you know, the greatest as far as um, food is concerned, and it's not even close. Um, what do you, where do you see this? Um, where do you see vegan choice going? Like, where what are what are the goals in in, in regards to um, what you're doing? Um, the goal is to, you know, get more people in understanding of what veganism is, um, you know, help more families that would like, you know, to, to turn vegan and have children and don't know how to deal with that, help them understand, 
you know, why they should be vegan, how they can be vegan, you know, maybe, you know, sooner or later we're actually looking into preparing a cookbook, you know, for people who want to do it at home, who don't always want to buy out. They just want to know how to prepare it. You know, we're looking at all types of um, lanes that we can just help people with this because health is a very big thing. Most people um, are into taking care of themselves, doing it the right way. Everybody doesn't know, you know, how to do it or how to stay on track. And there's just there's just other ways, you know. Everything doesn't have to be bland. Everything is not tofu. And that's one of the things that we say a lot because people say, oh, what is that tofu? And they, they have no idea that there's more than tofu in this whole vegan life. You know, so you have to introduce them to the different substitute meats that they have in, um, you know, soy and we have soy duck, jerk jerk soy, and all types of jerk shrimp. Everything looks and, and almost has a texture of the, the real stuff, but, you know, it's not it. But you can still get the feel of it and the flavor just in case you still want to, you know, go back to what that is. You don't really have to because you have everything healthy here, but right. in the same type of uh, setup. So, you know, just a, more information to go out, more ways to help people eat this way and to, to make it more of an awareness out there that there's another way of eating, a better way, and more tasteful way of veganism. Yes, yes, because um, there's definitely not all vegans are created equal and not all vegan food is created equal. Um, I can say that right now. Um, but, again, you have really good stuff. Um, in fact, I think I came back twice. Um, you had a booth at... Um, it was a uh, Erica Badu was DJing actually, and oh yeah, the Pioneer Works, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, if I recall, I believe I had some vegan ribs. Oh yeah, that, that's our top top dish right there, the soy barbecue ribs. Yeah, that is like number one right I, now. Yeah, I don't want to sound. Dram- of course, the, the mac and the soy mac and cheese. Right. Know. I don't want to sound dramatic and say it changed my life, but it might have. <laughs> Well, that that's good. If it did, if it even touched you in a way to you know think otherwise, and that's good. You know, that's what we we, we want to do. You know, we want to introduce these things before that day. You probably never had a soy rib in your life. You know, you're right. So, or maybe you had it and it just wasn't prepared that way. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's all in how you how you cook and how you season and how you prepare things. Indeed, indeed. Um. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so you definitely want to raise awareness. I see that. Um, if people wanted to find you, um, where would be, um, I guess, you have a website? Um, Inst- I know you're on Instagram. Right. We do have our Instagram, which is our main uh, platform as of the moment, uh, Vegan's Choice. No underscores. Um, it's spelled exactly how it sounds, Vegan's Choice. We have our Facebook, which is the same thing, Vegan's Choice. You can find us on Facebook. Um, we are more interactive with our Instagram. And um, as far as ordering within the Crown Heights area, we are on Uber Eats. Um, that's an easy delivery. We have um, all of our menu options on there, our drinks, our fresh drinks, um, our food options. Sometimes everything is not posted on Instagram, and we have way more options on our menu than you could imagine. So, um, And then you can always call us. You know, our telephone numbers are posted. We have two phone numbers. If you don't get someone on one, you call the other one. Um, yeah, right now we are working on an official website, 
and, you know, soon to release. But right now, those are our platforms that we have right now. All right. Um, still, like, so much more to talk about. Um, and we'll we'll definitely um, revisit, you know, where to find you and everything again like, at the end of the show, just so, you know, it's good to, you know, repetition is the best teacher and, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So give us a story, if you, if you don't mind, of, I guess, growing up vegan. Um, like, just like a quick story in regards to... Um, I don't know, just like an interesting story about, you know, growing up vegan, because I'm really interested in that whole that whole concept. Okay. Um, well, there was a time where I was seeing school lunch every day. It was third grade. Um, and every day I would, they would serve, like, chicken breast or something like that, or the round pizza. I don't know if you're familiar with either one of those that, that, that goes through school lunch. I know. And, they, they, you know, it was very, very tempting to me. And I got to a point where I was so embarrassed about the food my mother would prepare for me. I would throw that away and act like I already ate just so I wasn't, you know, pulling out lentil peas and rice in school. Mm-hmm. So as these trays would go by, I tried to get one one day, and one of the teachers saw me and she took it. And she looked at me like, I know you know you're not supposed to have this. So, you know, I got I got caught. I didn't have it. But I was very, very much tempted being in school and being around these foods and things like that. And unfortunately enough, I regret um, throwing away the lunches that my mother prepared for me because she would wake up early in the morning to prepare lentil peas, red peas, red beans, anything like that. We would have full meals going to school, all four kids. And I don't think any other household would be sending their children to school with full-course meals like that. And me being embarrassed as a, as a third grader, I would throw it out instead of eating it, you know. And my mother only found this out when we got older. Yeah, <laughs> smart. me and my sister. But, um, smart. <laughs> you know, these things actually really used to happen. You know, those, those times were very, a little tough and, you know, at the time what you would say embarrassing. But now it's a regret. You know, I think about it a lot. So these things, these things happen, but as long as you, you know, bring up your kids to be aware of what it is that they're doing and why they're doing it, I think it's a little easier. It gets easier, you know. You can show them the difference instead of just saying you can't have this and you can't have that. As long as they know why, it probably becomes easier as they get older. But for me, I was just curious, George, so that's, that's my issue. I wanted to understand everything in the world. I wanted to know what that chicken was about, what that pizza is all these kids are eating, why can't I eat it? You know, what is this, this orange thing that they call them cheese noodles? What is that? I wanted to know what that was. You know, very, very curious of these other foods, but like I said, once you get older, you get smarter. You do your own research, you learn more, you understand more, and it becomes easier. Yes, most definitely. And I think um, I think really what that may have boiled down to is just, you know, just third grade probably just trying to fit in, you know, it's just everyone's oh, doing yeah. it. So, you know. Oh, yeah. it was, it's, it's, a, it's a very, it was a long time ago, of course, because I'm 31 now, but it was a situation that I would never forget. <laughs> right. I would never forget it, you know. Okay. So um, stay tuned with more from the Green Side Story. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You are tuned into the Green Side Story. I am your host, Dwayne, and we are um, interviewing 
the um, founder and the, um, I guess it's, it's really a family business, family empire, if you will, of um, Vegan's Choice. Um, so we were talking about, um, over the break, we were talking about, you said that you had um, someone in your dance class that was fruititarian? Yes, when I was younger. I was about 10 years old. It was um, three young ladies, and they were fruititarians, and their diet was based on fruits. Um, no soy meat, no wheat, no anything. They only ate fruits, nothing processed, nothing else, you know. And I thought it was hard, me being 10, being vegan, and, you know, I even had more options than I could imagine meeting her as a fruitarian, and, you know, her and her sisters weren't able to eat anything. You know, so none of the soups, the corn soups and stuff that they prepared for us at this dance class were they able to even have because they weren't able to eat those things. So, you know, some people, you know, even go even further and don't even want to process soy. You know, but it's not, you know, the craziest thing in the world. There are a lot of different vegetarians, pescatarians, you know, vegans. Everybody's finding their own lane right now on what they want to be and what they want to consume and what they want to eat, you know? Right. Yes, yeah, so there's definitely levels to this vegan thing. Um, I've done um, the fruit. Uh, I've heard fruitarian, frugarian. Same thing, tomato, tomato, I guess. But um, mm-hmm. I've done um, mostly fruits. And um, you do have more energy and stuff like that when you have raw. Or, like, I sometimes I do, like, raw until 4. So, like, I'll just... During the day, I have fruits or maybe a smoothie in the morning, and then, like, I don't have cooked food until, like, after 4, and then once I get off work and everything like that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a good balancing act. I mean, it's you're not necessarily going to um, – it's not like a, a negative aspect on, you know, just having fruits and stuff like that. But um, Right. It's not negative at all. Right. But, again, it's a uh, choice. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. 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 Um. Speaking of raw, you know, my father used to do a lot of raw as well, my mom and my dad. Um, that's all a part of, that's that's a real discipline right there as well, eating raw, you know. And you also got to know how to do it very well and prepare very well. Like I said, it's all in the spices, you know. But if, you, if you're disciplined enough, eating raw is another lifestyle too, you know. Nothing cooked. Right. lifestyle too. So have you have you tried that before or? Um, the raw, honestly, I have not. It's weird because I eat. There's some things that my mother will prepare before she cooks it, and she'll season it, and and I'll eat it before it's actually cooked. So, I mean, I, I eat raw, but not to the full extent of a whole meal in front of me. Right. You know, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll pick and and go as I go. It's nothing that I'm against. It's actually not bad at all. It's really good. It's just not something that I do daily. Right. Mm-hmm. Completely understood. Um, I've I've done it for. Um, I think the most I went was like a couple. I think a week. I think something like mm-hmm. that. And um, yeah, it's again, it's there's no real adverse effects to it, you know. But then sometimes right. you may have like you know what I just want to I just want a bean burger you know whatever but for the most part um again there's there's levels to it and um I think there um the whole um vegan elitism or uh, 
plate policing, as um, I like to call it. People like to be the plate police. Is, oh, oh, is this um, like someone will post something on Instagram, we'll say, and it'll be like, oh, you know, is this organic or is this um, that or Dr. Sabi doesn't approve of this. And, you know, I think that's kind of divisive in a way. I think it kind of takes away from the overall, you know, health aspect, especially considering not everybody, for the most part, is um, may have been you know living that lifestyle for that long you know certain people are still transitioning everyone's kind of going through their own journey and i think that um trying to judge them or police you know their decisions especially on a public platform is just, i don't know i think it's kind of counterintuitive when you just mentioned dr Sebi's name yes yes um i've seen like you um you familiar with Sebi? yes yes definitely okay Sebi to come and eat us and buy our restaurant wow yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. That's actually, I think Dr. C might have been the first. Actually, no, I know for a fact he was the first um, black vegan I've ever seen in my life. Um, I saw him on a. Um, you didn't see me before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was on some um, some show. It was like a radio show, and he was just kind of talking about, you know, how you know, people from the the indigenous lands, like they just were living off the land this whole. Exactly. Yeah. You know, a lot of this, uh, the American diet isn't really native to us. And um, he kind of really broke it down. And I've never heard anybody say anything like that before. So it was yeah. just, it was amazing to me. I'm sorry, say that one more time. I said, he was a powerhouse to a degree. Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, I just, um, sometimes his followers can get a little out of hand <laughs> sometimes. But I, I know they mean well. It's just a matter of, again, exactly. encouraging people to, you know, keep keep going. You know, there's there's levels to it, you know. Um, and, you know, just. Yeah, that's, 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 that's one thing I don't like to do mm-hmm. is to make anyone feel terrible about what they're eating or how they're eating. But just to make them feel a little more comfortable about transitioning. Right. So, you know. I ease it on to them. Like, um, if I'm working somewhere and they're having, like, an event and I say I'm bringing a dish, I'm already lining up some soy ribs, you know, Mm -hmm. because I know that's going to hit them with a punch and they're going to be turned on to something new, not knowing what it is, and then once they eat it, they're going to ask questions after. And that's how I can get them to understanding that there's another way of eating and it doesn't have to be bad. You know, people hear vegan and they completely turn in their heads sometimes. But, mm-hmm. it, like I said, it's all in how you prepare this type of food. You know, I introduce people to, you know, my mom and them and the food that they cook. With Basically, I like to call it a shot of risk. You know, once you have that, you're like, okay, whoa, how did you make this taste so well? What is this? How? 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 How is this vegan? How is it not meat? You know, that's, that's their questions. And they're so surprised that... They want to try more. They want to, you know, do it again. Now, you know, everything is a process. It's like when you stop trying to stop smoking cigarettes, you have to, you know, do little by little. Some people are strong enough to go cold turkey, but not everybody's that strong, you know. You start out cutting out the red meat, you start out cutting out the chicken, and then you go for fish, and then, you know, you're on your way. But at the same time, you have to know where to eat and, and be consistent with it to want to keep on that path because after a while you start losing out on places you can eat and that you like and then you go back to eating chicken and, and meat so you know it's very hard but 
I, I, like I said, I like to comfort people when they they want to transition. I don't want to bash them about what they're eating, but I do want to inform them and introduce them to something better. You know, yes. a lot of times I like them to talk to my father because he'll kick it to them better than I can. You know, he's been fasting for, for he does fasting for over thirty days and things like that, and you know, wheat grassing and a whole lot of different ways to transition and clean yourself out before you completely do what you need to do for your body as far as eating vegan. So, you know. Right. Yeah, there's definitely um, there's every way to do that. And I think that's probably one of the best methods. Um, I know um, growing up, um, you know, I didn't I didn't hear the term vegan or anything like that. I didn't hear, I didn't hear vegan until, like, college. Um the first go around of college. And, but I know that there were people, I guess they call animal activists that would like splash paint on people and other things like that. And I'm just like, okay, like, why would you, why would, I don't get that, you know, not realizing there's like a whole thing behind that, you know, um, as far as, you know, the lifestyle and, you know, animal cruelty and, you know, just, just so many things. And I think that the way that you go about doing it, the way that you go about your lifestyle is what really will, um, get the message across, get the point across, you know, the best way to live your lifestyle or to promote your lifestyle is to live it. You know, if you're, um, if you just casually come up, you know, to a, a potluck or something like that and you have, you know, your, your soy ribs or anything like that. And it's just like, wow, this tastes good, et cetera, et cetera. He goes, you know, how'd you make it? And he goes, well, you know, I did this, I did that. And they go, wait, there's no meat in here. I'm like, no, you know, that's probably mm-hmm. the best. That's better than just saying, you know, coming up to somebody, you right. know, in a cafeteria saying meat is murder, <laughs> you know, that's, right. You know, there's a cemetery on your plate. Like that's not gonna, that's not gonna um, win anybody over. In fact, it's probably gonna push them more so to the other, to the other side, right, like, push them exactly. more in that direction. They're gonna go to more what they know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So Dr. Sabi was actually at um, Vegan Shores. I'm sure it was. Um, it was. Uh, which one was it? What was the name when he when he was there? The name of the restaurant. In it was in Matep. In Matep? Okay. Okay. So, um, for anyone that doesn't know or have heard of Dr. Sabi, um, what would be your best description of him, just for, you know, for anybody that doesn't know? Dr. Sabi? Yes. Yeah, well, he's one of the originators, you know, in terms of um, holism. He's one of the money he'll go to find out anything about the lifestyle, you know. He's one of the founder. In, within, the, within the vibes, you know, he, he live more in Central America, Costa Rica, them places, they, you know, more dwell in them region there, but he comes here, he stays for a while, he treats he treat other people, so he, he develops certain formulas that he makes to treat certain ailments, a lot of ailments, you know, mm-hmm. and the masses and people in them kind of respond to it, it's very good, you know, even my customer, say the customer used to come and, 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 and and eat by me and like that, you know? Right. So, yeah, you're a, you're a decent man, proper man, you know? Yeah. I know all, I know all the top guns in the, in the tongue, man. Phil Valentine. You familiar with Phil Valentine? Oh, Phil Valentine? Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Them Phil Valentine used to be in my store all the time, man. All the way so far together. All queen of four, that you wife. You know Queen of Fuel? Yes, Queen of Fuel. Mm-hmm. Right, all those, those, those big guns. All them know me like that. Supernova Sloan? 
Eh? Supernova Sloan? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's you to name. Yeah, man. How come you never know nobody about the store then? You, you never come up North Shen Avenue? Um, well, I, I live in Long Island, um, but I'm so, typically... So, you don't come Brooklyn? You would look like that, that do that. Well, I have, I have, um, well, I had family in Brooklyn, um, but I've never actually, that's crazy, I've never been around there. Um, right, we be right on Park and not. You know Park Stills was? Yes. Right, we used to be opposite Stills, the, the trophy guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, so I'll, I'll definitely, um, I think I might actually might go out there next weekend, actually. I'll, no, we're not there no more. We're not there no more. We're not there no more. Oh. We used to be there. Oh, okay. Yeah, we used to be there. We're not there no more. But I'm saying back in the time, we used to be there right, right, right there, opposite sales. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yes, but I, I definitely want to um, take a um, take a visit there. Because again... When you, when, when you live in this life, you know, you, know, you get you got struck. Yo, man, things is, uh, is all me to pass. And my God, yeah, my God, to tell you. Fasting and things like that, you know. I think you do regular, and I think you get strength, you know, when you're being vegan, you know. And you could stay a long time and, 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 and do them things, you know. We used to do them things for a regular, you know, like cycle. You see me? Right. Yeah. When you cleanse the system out. Yeah. Yes, I'm actually, because um, I found out, um, I think, last Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving before that my uncle was actually, um vegan and he um he does fasting like that he think he just came off a, um a 32 day fast or whatever and we were talking about that we did an episode on that and um yes he he told me about you know queen of fool and supernova sloan and everybody yeah, like that yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so um yes that's that's really um it's a small world it's a very small world but i'm glad that you know there these all these people are connected through a positive yeah. cause you know All right, so, so, so when people come, people know they are history when they're eating from vegan choice. They have history. And I come yesterday, you know, within this tongue, I, I, I use it here 100 years, you know what I'm saying? Right. Meaning a long time. You know? So, them safe. They have to rub me nothing. I will use them say safer than in the house. But I will not pray that. You know? As my daughter tell you, if it ain't right, me not eat it, I'm gonna put it outside it. And my wife started out this journey a long time ago. You know? Right. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's good that you were able to, um, again, just stand the test of time because, um, and it's, it's actually probably the best time ever because, again, like this is, you know, it's the new thing now and you've been yeah. doing it. So, like, you have it down to a science. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, 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 as I tell somebody's story the other day, you know, when we're going to put the sign up on top of the store, right? We're going to put, um, they just want me to put vegetarian, primitive vegetarian restaurant. I say, no, guys. I want to put a vegan because people don't know about vegan at them time and we don't be vegan already, right? Right. And we say, put vegan on top of the restaurant. So if people know the history, I don't know. And see the sign. Who take a picture? They go go back and see that we had the sign marked vegan, immature vegan restaurant. Put up the sign. So that's how long we are bringing this thing 
forward in, 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 this, in, this, in this town. And I guess still we start this thing. Yeah. Indeed. So yeah. um, we're going to take uh, one last break, and then we'll be back to wrap up with Green Inside Story. Um, so um, stay tuned. You are tuned into the Green Side Story with Old Westbury and Old Westbury Web Radio. Again, I'm your host, Dwayne. And again, we have the Family Dynasty. That's what I'm calling it, Family Dynasty. Um, yeah, that song, that song has a good link. <laughs> yeah, that's a good link. Yes, um, Vegan's Choice. So, um, again, um, you're located in Brooklyn, um, vegan restaurant, and um, distilled water with everything that you um, that you cook with. Um Vegan oils, sapphire oils, um, sunflower oil, sunflower oils. A pure, a pure, pure vegan oil we use now. We got a Crisco oil and them kind you know, Mazola, all them stuff. We had them thing there. We passed them thing a hundred years ago. A pure light business with you, you know. Garnet, everything garnet, spell flower. That's what, I know most people don't know about that, but that's a green, you know. Yes, yes. Use, use different things like millet. Millet and thing is another green. Ethiopia. You know? Couscous. Quinoa. Them the kind of like we, we, we put in on all these days. Eh? You know? Yes, indeed. And again, you um, you pride yourself in um, you know, having the freshest ingredients and making sure that... Yeah, 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 yeah. That is number one. Number one. We're not playing that. Right. We're not playing that. You know, and that's that's good. You, a lot of people, because um, again, vegan is a, is a hot thing to do. So people are kind of just doing it just you know to get a quick buck and make a quick flip. Yeah, people just style and fashion, and you know, and money. I want, I like money, yeah. But you see, when you come to the ital, that's another thing again. You mentioned the word ital just now, then. Yes. As Rastafari, that was your original name for vegan food. That's mm-hmm. what we call vegan in the colloquial language. Aital. You could say that vegan in, if you want to translate it into modern day time and call it vegan. But back in them time we 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 not up to date in, in the word vegan, so we call it ital. That means you pure, no dairy, no animal, none of them kind of thing there. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what we call it back in them time ital as rest of far right people. That's where we use that, that terminology back in them time. See? Now it's, it's vegan, you know. Use the word vegan. I still like to use the word "hotel" sometimes, really. But you know, yeah. Right, and um, again, really good food. I've I've had um I've had some myself. Um, I'm actually going to be coming back, possibly next Saturday. Actually, I'm thinking about that. I might be in the area, so um. Yeah. Saturdays are the best time to come by, and I want to uh, put something in there that might not be you know so obvious. Um, being that we've done this for over, you know, 30 years, 35 years, um, because I'm 30, so it's been longer than that. Um, we do now operate from home. Um, I just need to let everyone know it is a home kitchen that we prepare our food from, that we serve our customers from, and that we do our catering from and everything. So, you know. The address that you see, it is what it is. Some people come there hesitant and they're not sure where they're at because they don't see a storefront. But that's because we we um we kind of did away with the storefront. We we are home business, we are a family business, and we do everything from home now. So 
that's that's one thing I wanted to put out there. You're getting home cooked food. Everything is 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 clean, natural, pure. And over the years, I haven't had one incident with anyone being sick off of our food or come back to say that they got a, a stomach virus or anything like that. And not to jinx anything, but you know, that that's a, a plus in in restaurant business that no one could ever had come back sick from anything that you served them. You know. So you got to look into a lot of these things and, and, and not always just, you know, judge something from from the outside. But I wanted to put that in there that we are a home business. So when I said dynasty, yes, that's really what it is. It's really yes. a family dynasty. That's that's great. That's really great. And it's, um, it's more of a, um, a homey feel, too, because, again, like this is more home-cooked to have it, like, in, in your home. It's more so of come on over and, you know, we'll make you something as opposed to come to this restaurant and et cetera, et cetera. That's, that's well, really good. We have a lot of different um, books here, history books. We have a lot of different artifacts in our homes. And, you know, some people come here and they're like, this is your home. You know, we, it's so natural to me because I grew up in this. But, you know, it's the history of how long we've been in this and, and what we, we stand for that you'll see on entrance to come in to purchase some food from us or come in to get some food from us, you know. We've helped a lot of the community. There's people who sometimes they come to us, they don't have money, but they are hungry or they'll get they'll pay us next time. And we're just that type of people, you know. I have to give it up to my mom because she puts her blood, sweat, and tears into this business and serving people and, you know, giving people exactly what they want. If you come and order something specialized or it's on a day that we're closed, you know, she'll make that exception. You know, if you can't pay today but you're hungry, you know, McDonald's is not going to give you a, a, a number six or a number seven for free and you, you, you come out back next week. But, you know, we might do that for you. You know, we, we get it. We understand people go through things. And I think that's why a lot of people stick with us because they believe in us and they can trust us, you know. Right. That's that's amazing. What what you um this reminds me of how the bodegas used to be back in the day, except it's actually like I mean it's a family business but it's like a home family business. And it right. still has that same vibe. You see the same you see have your regulars, you know, you have people that you know you had that you know on a first name basis. And that's that's really what communities need is like businesses like that, you know, where it's just mm-hmm. like it's not just a regular transaction, it's you know how you doing, right. how the kids, et cetera, et cetera. You know, right. you want the we, usual? We, yeah, we get to know our people. We get to know our people, you know. So a lot of people turn into, like, family to us because we know them. They may have just moved to the neighborhood or been around there for a long time, but we know our customers. We know everyone's story. We know, you know, we help them. They, they call us on personal phones trying to figure out how they should go about doing something as far as transitioning or some type of something that they developed, a sickness or something, what vitamins they should take, because we also had a health food store as well. We had herbs coming from different countries and stuff like that that we provided to our customers. We had vitamins that would restore any kind of, like, disease or what's going on, and people were coming back like, wow, I never knew this was out there because I was going to regular doctors getting, you know, drugs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we've helped a lot of people in that aspect. Health is a big thing with my father so you know I, I have to give them that for bringing me up in this and showing me the right way and learning along the way as well 
it really, really is a family business. So, you know, you have to have some type of, of, of appreciation for that, that there's someone in the world that's still willing to give back. You know, our food is cooked fresh every day. We don't use anything from the day before. A lot of times if we do um, a catering or something and there's a lot of food left over, we visit shelters. We give back. We give people in the street that are hungry soup, anything, you know. So it, it, it's a good look for us. I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. I'm happy to be about it. And I'm glad we got this opportunity to, you know, spread it to you, you know. Indeed, indeed. I definitely appreciate you, um, you know, uh, just – being everything like you, you've literally been everything this is this is great again just from off of the um i remember when i first came over there it was like okay um i looked at it everything i, I actually i actually um i forgot who i spoke with but i just i asked people what they recommended it's like oh you gotta have them ribs boy you gotta have them ribs oh, and, yeah. <laughs> that's our number one right there and you know just um yeah. just that and um I was like, you know, I need to get you on the show. I need to um, try to, to the best of my ability, kind of um, get the word out for people that don't know. And, I mean, even though it seems like you're pretty well-known yourself, you know, it's just it's just good to, you know, you never know. There's always somebody that doesn't know something. This is the thing. We're, we're, it's like we're pretty known in our community, but, um, you know, as a rebranding of Venus Choice, you know, we're not completely out there. So, no, we're not, you know, going to just say, you know, we're so known. We love the fact that you even reached out to us to get our story out there because we would like more people to come and, you know, see what it's about or if they're looking to transition and they need a, a, the best way to, to, to fill it out, we want to be that, you know. Like I'm saying, we love to help the people and we love money as well, but it's still a business and we still would like to project ourselves even further from what we are right now, you know. So going to Pioneer Works and, you know, displaying our food and introducing it to people that have no idea that we're even here, you know, is, is a really good way. This, you know, interview right here is helping us as well, and we're grateful for you seeking us, you know, because sometimes we don't know who to go to to help us. We're helping people, and we're not getting, you know, that reciprocated. So it, it, it's a it's a good good thing. Yes, and indeed. Indeed. Yes, um, I've heard countless stories of people that, um, you know, that try to give back to the community and how a lot of times it's not sustainable. And, you know, a lot of people end up um, being, you know, the ones in need, you know, after they, you know, they just kind of exhaust themselves. So, and I definitely, yeah. anything that I can do to um, help, you know, push the brand forward or anything like that, you know, I'm definitely willing to do that. Um and again, like I've, I was. This was very informative. This is my first time ever speaking to somebody that's been vegan their whole life. Um, and uh, again, a, a family business. Um, family business straight out of the home. Dynasty, dynasty. Dynasty. You're right, dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a family dynasty. Um, so again, for for the people that um, just to kind of reiterate, um, where can people find you? Um, and um, stuff like that. Give me information. Which one? Give me the information. Where we are. I'm sorry. Okay, so we're located in Crown Heights. We're near the two and three train. Um, we're at 902 Lincoln Place, Brooklyn, New York, 
11213, and we are between Brooklyn and New York Avenue. We are closest to the three trains, but just two blocks over is the two train as well. Uh, we are also located near the 44 bus. Um, you can take either one of those to um, St. John's Place, the bus, and you can get us a, a block away and walk down. Lincoln Place between Brooklyn and New York Avenue. Our telephone number, 347-274-5775. And our landline, 718-300-4282. Um, you can call me at the first number. My name is Kofunji. That's K-I-F-U-N-J-I. And um, the other number would be my mom, Makita, M-A-K-E-D-A. And, of course, the one that started this all is my father, Tunde Lumumba. C-O-N-D-E. Okay. Um, and again, you can find them on Instagram at um, Vegan's Choice. No underscore, right? Sorry to say that again. I didn't hear you. And then they can um, find you um, on, on Instagram as well, correct? Yes, they can find us on Instagram. Um, we do focus on a lot of catering, um, but we do individual plates like you'll see. We do small plates, large plates. Um, during the week, Monday through Friday, except for Wednesday, sorry. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, again, it's, it's been a pleasure. Um, Thank you. Thank you very much, Dwayne. Yes, and um, if I'm ever in the area, which I should be um, this Saturday, um, not, yeah, this Saturday because today's Sunday. So, yes, I should be in the area um, to um, stop by and definitely um, get myself a plate or two or three okay. or four. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes Saturday. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome.